Hello everyone, welcome along to Northumberland FA podcast from the sidelines. Uh, topic we're going to discuss today is a, a lifetime in the game. Uh, and it gives me great pleasure to introduce a true gentleman and fantastic advocate of coach development and coach education, uh, our special guest Barney Jones. Welcome along Barney. Hi. Great to have you Barney. Um, I met you back in the in the late 90s on my then coaching certificate, uh, which is now the level two UEFSC. About 25 years ago, Barney, uh, you engaged me back then with your enthusiasm and knowledge around coaching. Can you explain to the listeners um, your journey in, in football, coaching and, and education? Uh, it goes back quite a long way. Um, I suppose... Uh, the biggest thing for me was I went to a, a secondary school, which was a very strong football school. And there was the P teacher there was a chap called Mike Smith, who was an outstanding coach and went on to coach Wales, the international team. Yeah. So uh, that was, he's the person that really uh, was a mentor for me for most of my life, really. Um, so I played football there and uh, I was lucky enough then to play. Uh, I, I got in the England schools under 18 team and from him as well, I went. I then went on to Loughborough College to train as a PE teacher and uh, I loved football. And uh, at that time, when I was at Loughborough, I actually got to play for English universities. So the sort of... The, Top of my playing career was in that era. Uh, I qualified then as a PE teacher and taught in Cheshire uh, for a four or five years, and then I became head of department, the head of department of a PE uh, department at a comprehensive school in Sussex. And in sort of my, my playing there was just non-league football, and I, I played and coached some local teams there and uh, sort of from an early day I, I thought I want to be I want to be a qualified coach um, so I'd coached in non-league football a little bit then and uh, I went and did my, uh, my coaching awards and I actually did me, got my A licence so when I was only sort of accelerated my way through Mm -hmm. um, I then started, it must have been mid-80s, I started tutoring coaching awards. Uh, I did a couple in, in Sussex uh, then. And then uh, March 1987 was uh, a career change for me. Uh, I applied and got. Uh, the role as football development officer for Newcastle, and uh, and that was a an organisation made up of uh, Northumberland FA, Newcastle United, and Newcastle City Council to sort of develop football programmes uh, in and around the city. And at the time, it, it's also included Northumberland. So that was that was sort of my route into sort of full time uh, coach education. Um, that's that continued 
and sort of up till now I've, I've, I've still sort of had roles in that. Um, some of the, the other things that, that I've sort of turned up and I did was uh, the Premier League started up Centres of Excellence and uh, I became, I had become the coach for the lo local one in this area, which I did for I think probably three years. Uh, and uh, so it was, you know, full on really. Um, and so sort of through coach education, uh, working for uh, Northumberland FA, uh, I continued that for a long, long time. And then uh, I eventually started my own business, uh, Northumberland Football Partnership, which now becomes NFP Soccer. Um, and most recently, I, uh, I joined the FA coach mentoring program which I've done for the last two or three years and which uh, I, I would have continued but the pandemic basically brought that to a halt so in a nutshell that's really what I've done <laughs> Barney you know must be a real passion of yours of obviously football because you've been involved with it for you know how many years would you say uh, I suppose I probably, since the age of about 25 to now, not telling you how old I am now, 45, 50 years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously it is a passion. Is it something that you think, because you were involved in football, that was the next stage of your career, supporting and educating others? Uh, yes, I think um, you, you just feel... Uh, it's something that you really enjoy doing. I mean, it's it's uh, it's something that uh, I mean, I, I, being a qualified teacher as well. I think yeah. working with people, coaching, teaching them is something that's been my my ethos in my life, really. Yeah. And uh, and, and football obviously is the other thing that I've loved. So it, it, the two things came together. Mm. Mm. Barney, Barney, we'll talk about. Um, inspiring coaches and being role models within coach development, you know, what you've done in, in your many years within football. Um, why is it that you've been spoke about for many years now from, you know, so many coaches around the country and not only in the northeast, uh, within coach development and ed education for the support they have received? Why is that? Do you think that so many coaches have benefited from your support over the years? Oh, that's a very, very difficult question, really. <laughs> I, I mean, I suppose uh, I, I promote my own coaching philosophy, uh, which is um, is very uh, is very inclusive. I think. I mean. I'm very keen on involving people in their own learning, if you like. Uh, and I try to, to, I suppose, focus on what they need rather than what I've got to deliver. And mm. uh, and I suppose you do that in the way you, where you sort of uh, build rapport with people, players or coaches. Uh, and you find out what they like and what they know already and you work from there 
rather than sort of saying, right, this is it, off you go, bing, bing, bing. Uh, yeah. I think it's that that approach really that uh, I suppose has helped me. And, you know, the more you involve people in the planning, organisation of sessions, uh, I just think that helps them to, to develop themselves. Mm. That answers yeah. the question. Yeah, I mean... Barney, you've sort you've mentored, you know, taken the question a little bit further. You've mentored lots of coaches uh, in your time, including myself. But some names that come to mind that are making impressive careers uh, in the in the game, uh, likes of Neil Winskill, Ben Dawson, uh, Terry Mitchell at Newcastle United, uh, Liam Bramley, who's now at Aston Villa. Uh, it must be great to see this from all the years, you know, that you've worked and supported. Going really back to the to the days uh, for me and many others at Benwell, uh, with your work at the football development scheme, um, you know, what? How does this make you make you feel when you see these these guys pro- progressing? Oh, it's brilliant. I mean, there have been so many people along the road road that have helped and supported me, and and lots of those have have. have have gone on and have got you know really good careers I mean at the very start when I started the football event office office down at Benwell uh, there was Rob Atkin and John Carver and both of them real characters that that really helped me and were you know really supportive supportive and uh, and ever since then there's been a whole range of of really good young coaches that have come through, and uh, I just think that the northeast has this sort of passion for the game, and uh, and I, when I came up here, I found that really unique. Really, mm. football is such a big item in the in the in the local culture, if you like, and that uh, and people were so uh, determined to to really develop their skills. So, I mean, I think it's sort of that that will be my overriding impression. Mm. What, what do you think's made them successful, Barney, as coaches? I think they're, they're all, they've all worked tremendously hard. They're all open-minded and keen to, to develop their skills and their understanding. I mean, they, I mean, I mean, all of them are my friends, really. You know, there's, yeah. there's no issues, really. And uh, when I watch their, their, uh, how they're getting on, you know, with pride, really. I just, you know, they deserve it. I just think they've been outstanding. Mm. What would you say are the key attributes for coaches progressing on their journeys, Barney? I think the personal desire really it's it's uh, it's coaches that that really go into it and and look for for more knowledge and more experience uh i mean going back to myself i read loads of coaching books when i was well, i still do read some uh read coaching books watch people listen to people discuss things with people I just think you have to be, you know, it, it's that appetite to develop yeah. that, that, that that helps you along the ride. And 
all the people you've mentioned uh, have been like that. They've, they've had a real desire to to improve and to develop their skills and their experience. And and I, I must say, putting the hours in on the on the grass, Barney. You know, and whether that's whether that's observing others or actually delivering themselves, that that must go down as is one of them key attributes as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's um, it's taking opportunities to get experience at different at different things. I think you know, there's some people who go down the route of I'll just run this my team, my my lads are playing and things like that and it's a sort of a, a short chunk of your life but the ones who really go on are the ones who look for different experiences uh, I mean I've been lucky enough to coach sort of every single age group and every single level and I'm thinking you know that this is what helps these coaches to develop their careers Absolutely, absolutely. You, those times, Barney, if you can think back to the to the uh, Newcastle football development scheme under Rob uh, Atkin, um, was quite impressive in in how coach development uh, actually started and the support for coaches that that really sort of um, came about at, at that time. Uh, and something that supported me with with my career as well. W were they good times back then? Yeah, it was it was it was it was really interesting. I mean, it, there were a, there were about three or four development programs in the country. Uh, Newcastle was one of the first, and there were three or four other cities that that were, that had it at the same time, and it, and it was a very it was very supportive. I mean, all the sort of development officers from the different uh, cities went to meetings and had you know discussed things and 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 it was a sort of a sort of a real new uh, initiative really and I, I think um, the sort of information and the knowledge we got from that collective really helped to push on coach education uh, around the country so you know, we, it was part of a, a, a national program, um, and I just feel that um, having Benwell, as we did there, and your own ground with your own indoor facility, was an absolutely perfect opportunity mm -hmm. to to bring in coaches and uh, and to give them experience and. Uh, I mean, it's a long time ago now, but uh, I mean that was still it was a, a golden age really for mm -hmm. for, the, for this area. And some great some great people to uh, and coaches to work with and develop younger ones as well. You know, you mentioned uh, John Carver there. What John's gone on to to do in his career? Yeah, I mean uh, it's. Uh, I'm. I am. I suppose I'm. Very, I'm really surprised that uh, everything has sustained as well as it has. Um, because when I very first started, uh, being a qualified coach was a rarity. There, there mm. were very few people about, and uh, the number of 
coaching courses for qualifications were very few. I mean, almost there was only one place you could do it. It was at Lillyshaw and, and things like that. So I think there, you know, there has been a in my lifetime a huge development and improvement in how how uh, coaches progress and learn. Mm-hmm. Do you still feel there's a coach education development is a key player in developing better coaches in, in the future, Barney? That's a, yeah, I mean, um, it's probably it's probably harder for me now to 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 because I'm less involved, so I don't need I'm not don't see quite as much hands on now, but uh, I presume. I presume it hasn't changed an awful lot. Um, I mean, I am aware of of the issues with with the pandemic about the you know there will be a reduction in coaches awards at the moment. I presume. I mean, you could answer that, obviously. Yeah, you worked as an affiliate tutor. Uh, for the FA for, for many years, Barney, delivering coach education courses. Um, is this something that you look back on now with great pride in your many years that you did it? Yes, I mean, I think I think having that link to the to the FA was really, you know, I'm really proud of that. And it's, I mean, different people have met through that. And uh, it, it just uh, gave me a, you know, a real sense of, of achievement. Really, I think I, I mean, I've, I've always enjoyed uh, teaching, coaching, whatever you like to call it, um, and seeing how people progress. And I think, uh, you know, that's probably that's probably the teacher in me thinking, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do, and that's what I like being involved in. And I suppose the mentoring role that you then took on with the FA uh, how was that role for you? Was that different to the tutoring, or very much sort of down the same route of supporting the coaches? Uh, being the men, being a coach mentor, actually. I, was an ideal uh, move for me because uh, I wasn't. Uh, it, it's what I what what I enjoy doing, I suppose, because uh, mentoring coaches who are qualified and have got teams and whatever is uh, they're already there. If you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and you're not mm-hmm. you're not basically helping them to get there. And yeah. uh, it gives you a great deal of satisfaction. And I mean, I've, I've just enjoyed, you know, seeing, I enjoy watching people coach. I enjoy helping them if they need it. I learn things even more from myself. And uh, it was a, it's a role which uh, I've really enjoyed. It's been a great sort of backlog to my, my career, really, that uh, you can still do it when you're as decrepit as I am. I mean, you just mentioned it there, Barney, you, you continue to learn, don't you, in whatever role it is that you're in? Absolutely. And uh, I mean, the, the other interesting thing with the, with 
the, the mentoring role is that you, you, you work with, with coaches from all different levels, really, you know, mm -hmm. different, you know, have got different qualifications with different groups, uh, much more female football than I've been involved in before. So, you know, it's, uh, it, it, it perhaps has, you know, it just broadened me really in that respect. Yeah, I suppose linking in from the, 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 the mentoring side, then what advice would you share with coaches who might be listening in to this uh, on how they go around developing their skill set and knowledge to become a better coach? Um, I, th I think it, this, the key word is share, really. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's... There are situations where people sort of just work in their own little bubble and coaching their team and, you know, they're happy with it. But I just think sharing ideas and discussing things with people, particularly your own players and the other coaches that you work with, uh, you know, having a team approach is, yeah. is the, best, the best way forward. Um, I mean, I, th I think that you learn so much from people at all levels, you know, that can be maybe really most inexperienced coach working near you and they'll have something to contribute that you think, oh, never thought about that because they'll say things differently. And I think that open mindedness and the, the ability to, you know, to, to build up relationships with your other coaches and the people you meet, you know, is mm. is probably Mm -hmm. Barney, your, your, your business Northumberland Football Partnership um, how did that come about? Um, it probably came about because uh, the the uh, the NFDS the Newcastle Football Development Scheme uh, started off as a as a as an as a amalgam of Newcastle United, Northumberland FA and the City Council and that tended to, it, it was looking, it was it was breaking up in a, the City Council really wanted to do their own thing and yeah. I mean I wasn't employed by the City Council directly then and I suppose that for me at that time I thought I probably didn't want to go down of being a, uh, an employee of the city council. So I decided that uh, I would uh, talk to Northumberland FA and, and look at being responsible for the county's football rather than the city and the council. So I think it was that sort of uh, reasoning that I decided it, it would be best for me to then start, you know, if you like, my own business. and. Mm -hmm. Develop football programs in the urban, um, yeah, the urban areas of of Northumberland. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I still use it myself, Barney. Fantastic resource uh, that you put out there. Um, is your plan moving forward to still continue with with what you're doing? Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously the pandemic has. has has changed things a little bit. Uh, I, I do have a, I started a, 
uh, a little group called uh, West Northumberland Support Group for Coaches, uh, which was just locally for me, and I'd and I'd I'd, I'd help coaches around with that. And uh, I mean, I would I would I'll continue again that if uh, if the pandemic stuff finishes, um, and. Uh, the website is is something that's built over years and years, and I am actually at the moment looking to uh, get it modernised a bit. I've got somebody working on that. Um, so yes, I think I still I will still look to do things locally. Uh, I would go back to the uh, mentoring program if the FA ever starts it again, yeah. and uh, the website keeps me going. I I enjoy doing that so. Um, yes, I think I think at the moment I'm I'm reasonably uh, content with, yeah. with looking at it that way. Barney, many thanks for sharing your story uh, today, and I'm sure there will be many coaches out there that have enjoyed your support and guidance within the coaching community over the years that you've given to football. Uh, long may it continue, Barney. Thanks very much. Well, thank you very much for the. Uh, uh, for the the option of doing this because it, it's quite been quite therapeutic because uh, you don't realise how <laughs> how many years have gone by and uh, mm. it has been quite good actually putting things together so uh, thank you thanks Barney it's been a pleasure okay.